The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. I want to ask you a question about your beloved Atlanta Falcons. Considering what they've done in the offseason, does it make sense for them to trade Julio Jones? Because I kind of I, I kind of feel like they did some things to get better next year. Aren't you better off with him? I wouldn't want to trade Julio Jones. I, I'd want to ride it out and just see where it takes you. I mean, but also, it, I guess it depends. It's, it's easy for me to say that. It depends on what gets offered. I mean, if you can get back some real assets, like if, if someone says, hey, we're going to give you a first-round pick, I think, yeah, I'd probably go ahead and move on from it. This is something I realized today. Like, when I go to uh, barbecue places and, and breweries and I get special treatment, I'm not going to be a, a, any kind of a celebrity in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm going to be a scrub there. You're so, going to be a behind-the-scenes guy, mostly. Yeah. Which, I, like, which is, hey, I have to tell you, after years of doing this, it's not going to be the worst thing for you, you know, because you like to be a private person. Yeah. And you'll be able to be a lot more private now. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter's at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show, know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Miss the first two hours, that's some of what you missed. I'll be available on the website, ESPN975.com. And uh, I promised you a positive story. Positive! Well, it's not Rona. No. Oh. Okay. But is it non-pedo? Uh, it, it is definitely... I think it's non-pedo. All right. I'm pretty sure it's non-pedo. Well, if it's positive, I guess it kind of has to be. Um, well, it, it, it's not going to sound positive when it starts, so don't interrupt with one of your snarky-ass comments. Let it let it play out. My lips are sealed. Uh, no, you, they don't have to be sealed. Just just know that when it starts out, you're going to go, wait a minute, this can't be positive. Okay. All right. I'm ready. But it turns positive. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> see, the, there was a school shooting in Idaho. Um, which three people were shot. They all survived. Okay, I promise you, it gets it, boy. You, like you're you're digging out. I know. Deep hole I, I, here. I I told you ahead of time what was going to happen. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, but a teacher named Krista Knighting directed children to safety, rushed to help a wounded victim, and then calmly disarmed the sixth grade shooter, hugged and consoled the girl until police arrived. Uh, so basically she saved lives by doing this. Two students and the school custodian were shot in the incident. All three survived. Uh, but what happened was she was preparing her school, uh, her students for exams. She heard the first gunshot down the hall. Uh, she saw the custodian lying on the floor. She heard two more shots as she closed the door. So she told her students, we're going to leave. We're going to run to the high school. You're going to run hard. You're not going to look back. And now's the time to get up and go. And a sixth grade girl had brought the handgun in her backpack and shot two people inside the school and one outside. All three were wounded and released from the hospital. Uh, but she was trying to help one of the students who'd been shot when she saw the girl holding the gun. This was a girl shooter? Yeah, which what? we never see. 
She told the wounded student to stay still and approached the, the shooter and said, it was a little girl and my brain couldn't, couldn't quite grasp that. I just knew when I saw that gun, I had to get the gun. She asked the girl, are you the shooter? And then walked closer, put her hand on the child's arm and slid it How down to the gun. Uh, she's in the sixth grade, whatever age that is. What? Yeah. Said, I just slowly pulled the gun out of her hand and she allowed me to. She didn't give it to me, but she didn't fight. And then after I got the gun, I just pulled her into a hug because I thought this little girl has a mom somewhere that doesn't realize she's having a breakdown and she's hurting people. She uh, held the girl and consoled her until police arrived and said after a while, the girl started talking to me and I could tell she was very unhappy. I just kept hugging her and trying to let her know we're going to get through this together. I do believe that my being there helped her because she calmed down. And uh, once the police got there, they put her in handcuffs, said she didn't respond. She just let him. He was very kind and just went ahead and took her and put her in the police car. She's been charged, but it's a juvenile thing. And the teacher said she's just barely starting in life and she just needs some help. Everybody makes mistakes. I think we need to make sure we can get her help and get her back to where she loves herself so that she can function in society. I think that's a good story. I know it started off badly and three people did get shot. But the fact that, I mean, she basically diffused the situation. Yeah. Kept more people from getting hurt and and kept the shooter from hurting herself. Um, yeah, it's a kid now. Should she have been out shooting? No, obviously not. Shooting bad. Want to make that clear? Shooting people is bad. Uh, but I, I I think this lady handled that about as well as a human being could in that situation. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the what the right way to handle that situation. I mean, I guess it's it's hard. Like when I think of a school shooter, I think of like. Well, it, someone who's like maybe not a fully developed adult, but but at least is like a, a, a 16, 17 year old. Least, right. right. He's gone through puberty and like yeah. it, there's is like at least looks sort of grown a, a sixth grader. That's like a child. I know that's and, you know, that's the thing. I think this because what, what do you do? Because if I, if I see somebody shooting people and, you know, and it's it's a regular age person. And I'm just going to assume I'm already dead, so I'm going to try to find a chair to hit him over the head with or something. But if it's a little kid, yeah, it's wild. What man. do you that's, do, that's man? Tough. I, I, I just, I just, I thought she handled that very well, considering. So, uh, and obviously, we're talking about a very disturbed little girl. And I mean, just think about how much worse it'd have been if she'd like tried to get the gun by force. Yeah. She probably gets shot, and then other people get shot. So, not that anyone ever wants to be in that situation, but I found it to be a positive story. All right, I'm, I'm going to give you one that maybe you'll think is more positive than since you, don't, you didn't like that one. Uh, there is a Brazilian singer who uh, fell to his death from a hotel balcony after panicking that his wife was about to catch him having a threesome. With a model and his male buddy. Oh. Uh, uh, MC Kevin is his name. Okay, now, I first off, don't you have to do better than MC Kevin? That's not, it's not very creative. It, especially in Brazil, right? Maybe it's Kevin? No, I think no? it's Kevin. Okay, MC Kevin uh, fell to his death from a hotel balcony after uh, panicking. His wife was about to catch him having a threesome with a model and pal. Uh... Bianca Dominguez, 26, said she met MC Kevin and his singer friend, Victor Fontanelle, 
Now that sounds more like a singer name. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, said she was invited to the popular singer suite Sunday evening. So MC Kevin must be a popular singer because it says so right here. <laughs> well, if it says uh, so, it's got to be They true. told authorities that MC Kevin, okay, whose real name is Kevin Nascimento Bueno. Nascimento? Nascimento, yeah. Okay. Was afraid that his wife, criminal lawyer Diolane Bezerra, 33, would show up at the hotel room and catch him cheating on her. Not All right, wise. first off, you're a 23-year-old popular singer. What are you doing marrying a 33-year-old lawyer? I'm just, I'm just asking. They had gotten married just three weeks earlier. Oh, God, he's, he's, <laughs> he's already cheating. Yeah, he's threesoming at three weeks in. Uh, but, yeah, he stepped out of the balcony of room 502, and uh, boom, done. Damn. So, uh Apparently, Bezerra had been searching for him after he failed to pick up her phone calls and reply to her text messages, which that's probably a pretty good uh, indicator that you're threesoming, right? Yeah. Not, not returning phone calls. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Valzerio says his wife is super hot, too. But mm. uh, maybe the wife would have joined in. Yeah, if she were. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it sounds she sounds stalkers. But if you marry a twenty-three-year-old MC, what do you expect? You guys not going to be loyal. Yeah, them, them MCs ain't loyal, man. <laughs> They're just not. So now you know. Man, if you didn't know, now you know. Mm. Must know would that qualify for the Mile High Club? I think he was only thirteen stories up, so I, not quite. No. But 13's enough to turn you into a grease spot. That's why you never stay on the 13th floor. Uh, it might have actually technically been the 14th floor because they probably yeah. don't have a 13, but it was 13 stories. Well, they're probably not. Uh, they're probably not. I'm trying to think of a. They're not special in Brazil. They probably just say, oh, well. Superstitious? Yeah, that's a good word <laughs> <Special>. for it. <laughs> what kind of special are you talking about? Frankie McDonald? The other kind of special. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, just check. Not the good kind. Ah. Oh, well. So, Aaron, I'm going to need you to do some research and tell me what the hell is going on with this this weather. Since apparently the people I'm counting on have decided to take the day off. Can't you just text them? Uh, yeah, I probably could. And, and it's your boy, right? Yeah. I mean, use your connects, man. I, I know, but you know, if, if, if he hasn't tweeted in nine hours, I'm pretty sure he's probably. Yeah, the website, know. the last story they published was at 730 this morning. So mm. <sighs> lazy. I hope they're not dead. Super lazy, man. Mm. Be better than that. Yeah, that or they're just not very worried. I'll just say that. That's I what mean, I the like story this morning was that they weren't very worried. Yeah, well, that's that's, and so that's what I'm going on. Yeah, I don't know if this model's that hot that this guy was threesoming with. I mean, she does have that touch of the gutter. I like. Let me let me be clear about I that. I will say this: almost every chick is hotter in a threesome. Well, yeah. I mean, so. Well, but it's a threesome with a guy. Oh no, no. Yeah. Oh, she'd have to be like a twelve. Yeah, I, she's <laughs> not that. She's not that. Um, I mean, if, listen, if that's your thing, then good for you. Yeah, uh, I no, mean... Not, not something uh, I'm looking for. No, but uh, she, she's she got a little too much of the gutter for me. Um, Looks like uh, Brooks Kepka dropped a stroke. Uh-oh. Dropped two strokes, actually, and now 
Phil Mickelson and Louis Oosthuizen are tied for the lead. Um, Kepka's on 18 right now. DeChambeau is on 17 right now. So is uh, Morikawa and my boy Victor Hovland is on 18. He must be playing with Brooks today. Hmm. Uh, you know else who lost some strokes? Deshaun. He, well, he didn't lose that many, to be honest. <laughs> He's got 22 people suing him over that, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, all right. I got to tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. You want the best rate, you call Allstate. You want the best windows, you call Allstate. I literally was going to have Allstate because they were a sponsor. I was like, you know what? I could just have some glass company come out and replace the one broken window I had, but let's use Allstate. And they came out and they showed my my wife and I the windows and I'm telling you, it was almost like we knew this is the right thing to do. We're going to replace all these windows and now it's going to it's going to be great for the resale on my house. Um it is it, it's it's a beautiful window. Uh, it is, you can, you're, you can customize it to look the way that you want. So if you want a big picture window, that's what the back of our house has now. These big picture windows with sliders on the bottom, or you want to go traditional, you can do that. But either way, they save you 40% on your electric bills. And that's really key as we get into these summer months, saving on that energy bill is a must. 832-204-1936. That's 832-204-1936. 25% off all window packages right now. All state siding and windows.com. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. So, uh, going back to uh, your buddy Arian Foster and the Wolf. <laughs> Apparently, somebody thought enough of this to uh, do a poll about how humans would do against certain animals. All right. Uh, Of all the animals versus human, the one voted most likely to win a fight, the elephant. Okay. Yeah, I don't don't see a human with no weapon having a chance against an elephant. You just no. they just step on you and that's they're, yeah they're too strong like you can't grab a hold of them anywhere yeah so they they rank them by their win percentage and uh, that is how often Americans thought that animal would win a head to head matchup and uh, but the, it's funny because ele- elephants seem so docile that like yeah but they can get mean but yeah. you go after their little ones yeah you're right I mean just like a cow a ca- yeah like cows are the most docile creatures until you try to jack with one of their kids right uh. How about this? Second was the rhinoceros. Yeah, you ain't winning that one. Uh, third, grizzly bear. Okay. Uh, fourth, this applies to Houston because there was one of these running around, tiger. Yeah. I, I think that there's already been a, an animal left off that I'm I'm terrified to fight. Uh, so I, I, I wonder if they didn't just put this animal on the list. It's possible. Is there a hippo on this list? 
right after Tiger. Okay. Hippos, yeah. I feel like, are almost invincible. Six, 69%. Yeah, I don't know who could beat a hippo. Uh, lion- their, their, their mouths are so big. Like, you can't really get away. Uh, then uh, the lion is right after the hippo, followed by crocodiles, alligators, gorillas, and polar bears. Oh, I feel like a... What about a bull? Uh, no bull. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was so bad of me. Uh, the problem with this is... That was a clown comment. They, they did all of them as like little emoji. They did little emoji things. Uh-huh. So it's hard to figure out. Uh, okay, so here we go. I also think that gorilla is underrated. 64%. Because a, like a full like a silverback gorilla, you ain't beating that thing you well, unless I mean, you're an elephant or a rhinoceros. But, uh, but a, a this human is a being. human. Well, it's humans, and then it's how these guys would fare against each other. So like, uh, yeah, gorilla sixty four percent of the time would win. Jaguar sixty two percent. Leopard sixty percent. So what makes a jaguar better than a leopard? Luxury. Mm. It's probably true. Also better than a panther. <laughs> And a cheetah. The water boy's a cheetah. Uh, anaconda, 55%. Okay, bull is, bull is at 54%. Right behind buffalo. So we have to have buffalo bull. Uh, King cobra. See, I'm less afraid of a cobra. I am too. I, just, I feel like I can just move away from it. Yeah, you just, you just have to avoid getting But bit. like a bull or a gorilla, they can close ground on you rapidly. Yeah, because the, the thing about a cobra, as long as you, you can avoid getting bit, you can snap that little head off in yeah. a hurry. Uh, wolf, 46%. Uh, moose, 46%. Okay. Mo- uh, moose, those are, those are they're gnarly. mean. Yeah. They're mean. Here's another thing that's pretty mean. Komodo dragon. Okay. Uh, while, Are they fast? Uh, no, they're they're slow though. I, I think I could run away from a yeah. Komodo dragon. I wouldn't win the fight, but I would run away. I don't think they're that fast. I could be wrong. Uh, boar, wild boar. Oh, oh, that's scary. Hyena. Okay. Komodo dragons get up to twelve miles an hour on land. Uh, okay, they probably catch me, but you guys could get away. Well, I can't run twelve <laughs> For a miles short an hour. period of time. I'm not no. I mean. They probably well, have better up endurance. Well, to 12. So I don't know if they have better endurance. Have you seen them? They look like they look like tiny little giant lizards. I mean, yeah, it's just brief sprints, I guess. Okay. Hopefully, if I'm running for my life, I can hold out. All right. Hyena, 41%. Uh, you know what? One-on-one with a hyena. Now you're getting into something I think they're I They're smallish. Handle. Yeah. I mean, they're going to bite you, but if I can get my hands around it so that I think I can yeah. take it. Well, this is the thing is when you're fighting one of these animals, you've got to, one, assume, of course, it's a fight to the death, but two... You can't go in thinking, oh, well, I'll get a couple of scratches. No, you need to be ready to lose chunks of meat out of your yeah. body but oh, yeah, to yeah, survive. Yeah. No, like, I, doctors it, can put listen, some of you back together. The The first rule of any fight is assume you're already dead. And as long as you go into it with that. Uh, okay. Are you talking about a fight with an animal? Uh, I'm, I'm or any fight? Any fight, to the, any fight where your life's in danger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who said that. I think I, wonder, I think it was Bruce Lee. Like, at what animal does does me being trained in jujitsu start to help me? Uh, well, okay, so hyena, I think, because I feel like I could probably lock on a choke on a hyena. Yeah, I think you, you could. Maybe a wolf. I don't know. I don't want to put you in Arian Foster range. No. Nothing in the cat category because they were able to like separate their body, and their bones, that. and swivel around. That's true. 
Like, like anything any, like well, anything. wolf and hyena that come from the dog breed, you're probably better. Uh, like, Maybe what if a I could like? Uh, do you think I could armbar a cat? No. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, depending on how long you want to hold off. Well, you snap that arm, and then you. I mean, if I snap the arm, is- I can run away. I can run away now. Yeah. Because it ain't going to catch you. It's going to be like. Because remember, they have to use that arm to run. It's not an arm. It's but a the leg. Problem is, which, so technically, I mean, it's not an arm bar. <laughs> if you're doing an arm bar across the front, too, it has to be the front. Okay, then that's the problem. Is because when you when you put your legs around its chest, it's it's going to be able to bend its neck and bite onto your calf. So, so what you're I would going do to have to not be able to run away when it takes literal a pound and a half of flesh. Out so of your what calf. I'm doing is I'm using my left. So I'm on uh, like if it's a if it was a person, it would be its right arm, right? Yeah. So I am I'm using my left foot and I'm pushing it against the cat's neck for leverage and pulling back. It's gonna take a it's gonna take half of your foot with you with it. It's gonna bite down on your foot. Mm. I would bet so much more and you might be able to snap that leg, but you're also gonna be running with one less foot. Man, it kind of evens things out then. Yeah. All right, so hy- hyena, though, so we don't know if you could take a I think about animal fights a lot for some uh, Yeah. yeah well, then you're useful to this discussion. Okay, how about an eagle? Man, eagles 39%. are terrifying. They're big. Yeah, like, they could carry it. I, it can't haul me off, but it, like... Scratch your eyes out. It can hurt you for yeah, sure. And then yeah. once he scratches your eyes out, assuming that's his strategy... The truth is most... Then you're just flailing, and he's picking your flesh, and you're dead. Most animals who weigh more than you... You don't want to fight them. Like I'll just put like, uh, like a deer seems like an animal you could win a fight with. But the truth is, a deer can f you up, man. Yeah, it, it's got to be like a like a baby deer. Yeah, yeah. This, but just learned how to walk. But like if we're talking little, about like adult, Bambi, I'll take Bambi's ass out anytime. If we're talking about adult male animals, yeah, there ain't a whole lot that you want to mess right. with. And there's adolescent wild pigs that'll destroy you. Yeah. All right here, here's one for you, kangaroo. I've thought about this one a lot. <laughs> Like more than a normal person. <laughs> That's should. where your jujitsu might come in. Yeah, but I don't know pain. that it would because their arms are so short, and like they're everything's but compact. But if you get the choke, yeah. yeah, it can hurt you with those legs. And they have claws on the front, so keep in mind if you get its back, it's they have claws on the front. I think so. It's going to scratch up the hell out of you trying to get you to let go, but you should be able to choke it out if you're able to get mm. its back. But this. you've got to be. I've got to be able to wrap my legs around its body. Like to finish to finish that choke, I can't just use my and, arms. And their legs are strong as hell. Yeah, yeah that, that's a tough one. And if he starts hopping with me, like I don't know how long I can hold on. Uh, I'm not a trained rodeo guy. I'm not a bull rider. You know what though? I bet a, I bet a rodeo clown would have a better chance of beating a kangaroo than you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honey badger. No, no, chance. no chance. Orangutan. Mm. Man, I'm telling you, these these, and I, this is—I know this sounds silly after what we said about Arian Foster and he, him thinking that he can beat a wolf because they don't have opposable thumbs. But any animal that does have opposable thumbs is terrifying to me in a yeah. fight situation because they're just—they're stronger than humans. Their bones are denser. They're mu- they're more muscular. They're they, and really anything in the ape family. I mean, they're probably smarter than, I mean, not smarter than me, but smarter than some of you you guys out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, some of you mouth breathers. Uh, <laughs> like, there's apes that I would take in a spelling bee over you. Yeah, especially some of the textures. Yeah. Uh, what about a walrus? Oh. See, those things are slow, right? Yeah, but I don't know how you'd attack it. If you get them on land, if you could get them in a, in a sleeper hold, oh, I, I think that's I think your only chance. too big. I think... Mm-hmm. You have to uh, you have to get on its eye like you have to dig into its eyes somehow and then get him a sleeper hold. I don't know. 
Uh, coyote. I feel like I could kick a coyote a long way if I caught him. Now, and coyotes are in packs. Like a pack of coyotes, my ass is dead. But one coyote, I kind of feel like I could hang in there. I don't know that I could win. But, you know, you land a few blows, a few kicks. Uh, coyote should not be ahead of horse. Dude, a horse wants to mess you up. I've been run over by a horse before. They want to mess you up. You got no shot. They're too big. All right. How about this? Chimpanzee. I mean, I'd feel better about that than orangutan or, yeah, or silverback. But, but I still don't like my chances. Uh, ostrich. No. Oh, oh, those things are mean. I saw a dude, where's my car? Yeah. Uh, and then, so basically on this list, the only thing an unarmed human has a better chance of winning against is a goose. But honestly, you know what? Hey, I don't want to fight a goose. No, those, those things are, are they're, 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 they're vicious. Hey, man, they get your eyes. Lamont saying, uh, "Damn, man, we were just talking about this." AJ just said a hyena is smallish. I looked it up. the 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 biggest hyenas weigh 140 pounds. Like they, they're they yeah, pretty... they range from 49 to 140 pounds. So, like when we're talking about compared to these other animals on the list. Hyenas are smallish. Like, I mean, are, are they are they small compared to like, you know, my dog? No, but are they small compared to uh, a, a lion or a silverback or a grizzly bear? Yes, they're of a size that's manageable for a human being. That's what I'm saying. Which and, and- you, it goes back to Fred's point. Like, I think we're assuming Colosseum. You drop in a human on one side, you drop in the animal on the other because coyotes. Hyenas, those are all pack animals. Boars, those are all pack animals. So if there's one, there's more coming at you. But no, you can. This is a one on one match. We're dropping in into the Astrodome. AJ on one side, hyena on the other. Well, who are the rats helping? And uh, you can this be at NRG? Can this be at NRG instead? Mm -hmm. So uh, Robert asked. The worst thing that can happen is you're arm barring a, a leopard. And then a rat starts to gnaw your ear off while you're, yeah, while, you know. it gives you the bubonic plague in and the middle of And then you reach it. over yeah. to, to pull the rat off your ear, and then that, that paw comes over and gets you, and that's the end yeah, of it. Yeah, they're not allowed to team up on you. It's not a tag team competition. One-on-one. If it is tag team, you get Booker T. What about a giraffe? Giraffe not on here, but no, you couldn't beat a giraffe. I, I feel like I could leg lock a giraffe, to be honest. Mm, they're pretty strong, man. You, you don't realize how strong those legs are. I just got to get up around and heel hook it. If I can, if I can put on a heel hook on that giraffe, I I feel like I could tear its ACL. They tell you what, though, I swing that head. Yeah, and do some damage. No right. headbutts. That's yeah. that's the rules of well, fighting. There's no there's no rules with animals. Oh, I thought Dude, it was, this is not an octagon thing. I, I thought we were going by the octagon rules. And, no and headbutts. Robert asked land animals only. Yeah, you, you can't. We, we can't do shark because you have to get in the water, and that's. No, we're um, humans are. Land I don't animals. even know if I could beat like a one of those big catfish that you noodle. Uh, no, I, I, I I'm scared to fight that. I could, honestly, I could take a minnow. Yeah, I just grab him. I, I just grab him and eat him. You know. Yeah. Eat like him a raw. Sardine. Yeah. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97. 5.92.5. ESPN 97.5 How many ways? And how many ways? Save 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 75 Truth says Joe Blank's going to lose his mind beating up animals. I don't know if he will. No, dogs. His wife will. Is she an all-animal person? or I just think dog? so, yeah. yeah. she gets mad at him for, like, killing mosquitoes. Oh, wow. Yeah, she made him, I think, take a roach outside one time or a rat or a, they a have spider. Like a, they have a bug-catching machine like that you put, a t- like, a tube over it, and then you can take it outside. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I feel I should not comment on that, sir. Uh, your guy Rory is in. Is that plus three or minus three? I couldn't tell. I think he's plus three. Thing got, this thing got ugly here at the end. For a lot of guys, uh, she saves flies. Yeah, it, I mean, flies are like the lowest thing. I guess that's where the whole "couldn't hurt a fly" thing came from. Yep. Okay. I mean, I I do my best to protect like mammals. Um. But, but, I mean, these are all hypotheticals anyway. No, well, am, yeah. no animals were harmed in, I the, mean, like, in the filming of this segment. I, I don't really have a, any reason not to kill a cockroach or a fly. I'm sorry. Or a mosquito. Honestly, I kill a lot of things that bother me. Like, I, I, when I lived... <laughs> Radio shows? When I, yeah. When I, lived, uh, when I lived in West Houston, <laughs> my backyard had those... They had giant pecan trees. And squirrels would just... They, they would eat half a pecan and then just throw it on the ground so if i walked into my backyard barefoot i was it was like walking through a line a minefield these are the sharpest things ever so i got a high-powered pellet gun and started uh started eliminating them um yeah i don't i don't like when when we get our we start uh, finishing building our place i will shoot hogs yeah I, i don't want those things around they they mess with stuff. They could get to my dogs. If I see coyotes out there, guess what? You bitches are getting shot. I don't want coyotes around my dogs. But I'm doing it to protect my dogs. Because you know what those coyotes will do? One of them will come out and lure your dog. Yeah. And then the whole pack gets them. So I'm going to reverse this, and I'm going to let them lure my dog. But then I'm going to be hiding in the trees, and I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm just going to fire all over the place. I'm going to take them all out. But other than that, no, I don't. I don't really like to shoot living things. But you know, and those, those are my exceptions. Snakes, I will shoot snakes. Darn it, that's yeah, another one for sure. Yeah, and I don't care what people tell me about. Oh, that's a good snake. I, yeah, I mean, to me, the only the only good snake is the one that I take the shovel and cut his head off with. Sorry. And oh well, but they're good for your garden. It's like, well, guess what? They, you know. Eh, if the wife wants to put a garden there, that's her business. She can keep the snake. I'm not keeping the snake. I'm killing that SOB. But uh, somebody says squirrels would eat my tomatoes. It took me two weeks to get rid of them with a high-powered pellet gun. It 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 was a never-ending process for me. Those there were those squirrels were rampant. I probably I, I lived in that house for I think three years, and I probably killed. Two to three hundred squirrels, and like some of them were pregnant. Okay, so probably more. Yeah, and you know what? I never felt bad, not one time. I had the hollow point pellets that would like they would it would turn them inside out, man. So it it would 
it'd be over in a hurry. Uh, and then I, I tried at one point to, um, that, like, I thought it would be a good idea to hang like the corpses up on my back fence and like as a signal to the other squirrels. My wife thought that was a terrible idea, but also I had, uh, you know, my dogs caught a couple of them. Uh, my cat caught one of them and, uh, it got away but she got its tail. So she, that cat will present things to you. Like she'll, if she kills a snake or something, she'll put it on the front porch. Like, look at what I've done. Look yeah. at what I've accomplished. Well, she put the squirrel's tail on the front porch and there, there was a tail, a tailless squirrel running around. We actually saw them. Like she was on the, on, in a pretty high branch and they were both on the branch staring at each other. And the cat was making some crazy noise. And then I don't know where that, like, it seemed like a bold strategy, but the cat just jumped on the squirrel and grabbed it and fell out of the tree. And we're talking they probably fell, I, I don't know, 15, 20 feet. And the, like the squirrel, was, it looked like it was dead on impact, and the cat was beating it up. But then it got up and ran away, but it, the cat did get its tail. I. Uh, it's funny because... During the COVID, now we've got a bunch of squirrels in the in the in the uh, oh because neighborhood like, because all the uh, like the, the squirrels are moving into your neighborhood because there's the mask restrictions in their old neighborhoods yeah too- exactly <laughs> and, and they don't like the masks <laughs> but there's there's one type of bird and I think it's a sparrow I don't know I don't know birds that well I can tell what a blue jay is or a cardinal or an oriole mainly because of the baseball jerseys okay but like the squirrels will run on the the power lines. And these birds will dive bomb them and try to knock them off. Hmm. And I don't know if it's because they're close to the bird's nest. I don't think a squirrel would go and eat bird eggs. I don't know. I'm not a... You're not an expert? No. But when you talk about your old squirrel uh, murdering habits, I, I think of you as like Doc Holliday. And you get a squirrel going, wee, 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 and you're like, I got two guns, one for each of you. No, I, was, uh, I had a sliding glass door, and I would just slide it open ever so slightly and i would put the barrel of the gun outside oh uh, so you okay so you, i was you, a sniper you were a uh um uh, you were you were the guy who was hiding in the in the grassy knoll yes okay so yeah. you're, you're the real killer yep it wasn't lee harvey oswald it was you well i mean if 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 the president was a squirrel maybe but no it was well, a lot of people thought he was well uh, especially Fred, if a Bigfoot attacks your dogs, are you going to shoot Bigfoot? I feel like you should. Any animal that attacks my dogs, I will shoot. Uh, uh no, I, I take that back. I mean, I'll pepper spray him. Uh, unless it's, it's something that, you know, pepper spray is not going to stop. But I don't want to say any animal. Because if it's something that I can just stop them without my animals getting hurt, I would do that. But, um, but no, I mean, I, I would like definitely coyotes. The, the things we're going to have to deal with at, at our place will be coyotes, uh, wild hogs and snakes. I will shoot them every time to protect my animals. Yeah. Aaron, do we want to, the house that we're looking at in, uh, Vegas is like, uh, it's, it's like the back of it. It backs up to a mountain. So, 
Yeah, it's, mountain lions are going to come in your just, backyard. There's just nature behind it. There's so a, there's like a big brick retaining wall that should keep, you know, like rattlesnakes and stuff out, but who knows? Mount, mountain, lions, mountain lions, man. A puma? Uh, yeah, I don't think you can beat a puma. I don't think I could either. You can shoot a puma, but are you allowed to in in, a, in, in that state? I don't know. Jonathan says he works for AT&T. One of his great pleasures is knocking squirrels off the telephone lines. The little bastards chew up all our fiber, fiber and cable constantly. Yeah, they're, they're pests. They're really just rats, but they're fluffy, so people like them. Well, see, that's, why, that's, that's why I always say kids are like squirrels. They're but, cute, but they're still just rodents in the end. When you see their face, they're not cute anymore. Like When you get up close to them, and especially once you've shot them, and they like you can tell they have poor oral hygiene, so their teeth are all yellowed and crusty. You're like, ugh, that's gross. Hmm. Like if you if your dog or cat's teeth look like that, you take them to the vet and get their teeth cleaned. But these squirrels, they never go to the vet because they don't care about oral hygiene at all. Rain Man says, "Hope you got more than a pistol for a Bigfoot. If Bigfoot's coming after my dogs to try to eat my dogs, I, I will unload everything I have. If you shoot Bigfoot right in the crotch." You got a good shot. I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for the knees, man. I'm trying Anybody, to take him down. Anytime you shoot somebody in the twig and berries, that's a that yeah, game, but that's a game changer Bigfoot, for any fight. I hope it's fight. bigger than a twig. But we, we well, don't. We don't. He's like a log. Wait a minute. Melons. We don't know that Bigfoot's actually a guy. He may not have a penis. Okay. So shooting there is just going to be like all it's going to do is make it mad. Well, you know, ladies have. A very sensitive spot with like eight thousand nerve endings. Yeah, and I bet on Bigfoot. But Bigfoot it's the is size not, Bigfoot of a tennis ball. Is not a human. It's not gonna. It's you don't think totally Bigfoot different. has sexual pleasure no, spots? No, no. You know why? Erogenous zones. You know why? Because they always live alone. They don't have anything. They don't reproduce. Then how did they're asexual? So then, where do they come from? Well, first off, they don't exist. But second off, they came from aliens. Oh, aliens again. Yeah, well, there you go. You have a better answer? I don't think so. Quick break, it's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. Seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN's a number, but you know it's the last segment. Jeez, I didn't even realize it was the last segment. Time flies when you're having fun. I I've been having fun. I mean, I didn't mean to hijack the show with. Animal fighting. There's you've jacked you've hijacked the show for worse things. How about uh, that? Yeah, probably. Um, but I happen to like, like stuff like that. So there. Um, Aaron, how do you feel about the show today? I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay, I like talking to animal fights. So. Yeah, obviously that that does appeal to you, and and yeah. you, and you've kind of got a pet uh, alligator running around that you know you, you haven't named yet. 
Yeah, I need to figure out a name it, for maybe, it. Maybe a suggestion for uh, for late hits later on in the show. Maybe maybe the late hitters can help you come up with a name for your alligator. I mean, not technically not your alligator. But, no, I don't actually own it. But, but yeah, I have well, decided to just call it my pet alligator. Uh, who rescued who? That's, that's how I would look at it. Uh, all right, let's do stupid stuff. Yeah. Stupid stuff we said this week Maybe or else. You might want to just tell her, listen, we've been Man married up. a while. If you don't watch Banshee, I'm going to trade you in. Or just let her know, hey, I'm in charge here, hun. How, how does that work out for you? Always works Surprised out. Surprised you didn't me. go with toots. Yeah. Gal. <laughs> Chick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Broad. Oh, yeah. Broad's a good one. <laughs> well, apparently there's a serial stabber running around in Little Rock. Okay. And, uh... There is now someone stepping up to take him on. Batman. No. You've done enough stabbing around here, Little Rock Bandit. I'm done with your games. No. Uh, I mean, it's about time we clean this town up. I'm guessing the guy sounds just like that. Yeah, like Batman. Uh, his name. Because that sounded just like Batman, we can agree, right? It sounded like Batman called into the show. Close enough. <laughs> I want to ask you about a weird thing that... I don't want to see it again. No, no, no. Oh. See what Dan Campbell wants to do? No. He wants to bring a real lion to a lion's practice. Boy, it's going to be interesting when the head coach of the Lions is an amputee. That's going to really throw people <laughs> off. They're going to be like, wow, where's his leg? <laughs> well, he, that, that, lion's he gonna cost him, that lion's going to cost him an arm and a leg, no question. Uh. <laughs> if you could go back okay. in time and kill anyone as a baby, who would it be? Uh, man, I don't know that I'd have the strength as a baby to kill anyone. You were a weak baby. <laughs> Hitler was very is a no, very small man. You, you baby know, me could have easily killed him. I, you're in the uh, twilight of your career here. <gasps> oh, sorry, friend. <laughs> so did you plan that? Did you go out and just slam that drink just so you can no, come back? No, I've still got half of it. No, that okay. just popped up. I think moving my body around brought it on. <laughs> I like to give every British person the Peaky Blinders accent. And really, I don't even know how to do the accent. I just know how to say, All right, all right. Yes. By order of the peaky bleeping blinders. Yeah, see, I always think of the uh, the royal family as like the uh, teacher from back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. Remember the English teacher with the little jaguar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how I think of them. It turns my wife on when I use that accent, by the way. It like, gets her really riled up. Mm. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Good she job, calls boys. It moisturizer. <laughs> It's widely believed the NBA is planning to expand to 32 teams. It's almost a given Seattle would be home of one of the teams. Can Houston get a team now? I don't think they can. <laughs> don't think they can. Oh, man. It's a Thursday. Hell, the weekend's here for the for the most part. Hell yeah, Bubba. All right. Uh, well on our way. First Bubba at 401. Is that the new Belch? Uh, well, Bubba? no. I mean, keep, keep track of both of them. Okay. Yeah, and Bubba's and Belch's. It's kind of what the show's about these days. It really is. That's all it should be about. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, really, do we need anything else? Everything else is wasting time. <laughs> Did they just get an out, Aaron? Yes, one of them. Okay. I think they still have to get two more. I'm not good at to math. Get out of this. Okay. Run, runners at first and second. One out. A's at the plate. It'd be nice if there was a play where you get two outs in one bat. Can you do that? Is, has that happened before? I've seen it before. Yeah, that must be special. Or, or there's the play where you get no outs on a pop up into the outfield because the guys just stare at each other. <laughs> That's true. Looking at each other's junk. 
there were probably people who said, why are they wasting a roster spot on this guy who's never played, who's a former wide receiver, who's a former junkie? I mean, I, the Texans have their own junkie, but... One fish, two fish. No, oh. that, that's that's not the junkie. Oh, okay. No, the junkie, he he admits it. I'm going to tell you about David Culley, who's a junkie. That's right. <laughs> And Darren Waller said, I'm going to tell you about Darren Waller, who's a junkie, who can play some tight end in the league. Now, Tim Tebow is not a junkie. Well, he's a junkie for Jesus, you could say. Yeah. Stupid stuff we've said this week. Oh, fun week. <laughs> I forgot some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Good job with stupid stuff, Aaron. Um, I had to leave a lot on the cutting room floor. <laughs> you know what, though? That's not a, that's not a bad thing. Because that means it was a, it was a pretty good week. It, yep. it did seem to fly by, I have to admit. They're all kind of flying by now as as we uh, hurdle towards the inevitable conclusion. I kind of feel like uh, you know shows are going to go by fast. Yeah, because you can't get this stuff no more. Well, I'm not emotional at, at all. At, at least not for a couple of months. Yeah, we we got plenty of time. It's too it's too early to be emotional. Yeah, because I mean you got a long way to go. If you get emotional now. You burn it out. Yeah, you don't want to do that. See, and, and frankly, I'm not an emotional person, so I, I've only got a little bit to actually contribute. Like Lamont said, you, like he was banned from Twitter. <laughs> and he, by the way, he made it sound like it was my fault that he was banned of from course. Twitter, which it he, wasn't. By the way, he's been banned three times with yeah. three different Twitter handles. I didn't. I didn't report. I'm not a snitch. I think everybody knows that about me. But um, he was saying like you can't drop a bomb like that and just say you don't want to talk about it. It's not that we didn't want to talk about it. We just don't want to talk about it nonstop for the well, next two months. No, that's and, all. and I, I mean, it, and for one thing, that's just a really weird thing to get, you know, bent out of shape over. I'm the one who said I wasn't going to talk about the process. I, I addressed it the one time. Never said we weren't going to talk about AJ leaving. And we didn't want it to sit there and... Word starts leaking out, and then we have to try to hide it and stuff. I mean, because it was going to get out at some point. So, yeah, I don't feel, I don't know why I have to explain that to somebody. But, oh, well, have a good weekend. All right. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. I did okay today. Till Thanks Monday. for the whiskey. Yeah, it was pretty good, man. I mean, I may take that home and just absolutely chug it. Go, kill go, the rest go, of it. Go, go, not go. Till, not till I get home. All right. Till Monday. Stay sports, you bitches. Your home for sports is ESPN 97.5.